What's up, peeps? We're back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benson. Thank you so much for joining us on the AEW Insider. I will do the same show and put it on YouTube tonight, but it's going to take me a couple hours to edit it all together. I do that because some fans like vice versa. You know what I mean? YouTube or podcast, what have you. I hope you watch and listen to them both. Um, I have a new professionally done intro and outro for the YouTube videos, so definitely check it out and show us some love, and we'll get to some news. And what I think is a really cool move on AEW's part is to put the Bucks in singles matches. This week on AEW Dynamite, it will be the Lucha Brothers Phoenix versus the Young Bucks' Nick Jackson. First time the Bucks have fought in a singles match in over four years. Phoenix and Nick are both the crazy ones of their tag team, so I think they're going to tear shit up Tuesday night. The Bucks also said that it is a very big possibility that they will fight each other also sometime in the future. Well, Big Mouth legend Jim Cornette talked about AEW ring announcer Justin Roberts. He said Justin Roberts looks like he ought to be registered to be around children, which is fucked up. He's saying he should register as a sex offender. He said he's just so happy. You see a fucking guy dressed up like that with the big smile coming across his face? If you see that coming towards your kid, you better run. <clears throat> I don't know what Justin Roberts did to him, but that's pretty, pretty fucked up. Kenny Omega has announced that he will be hosting the Capcom Cup, which is Capcom's video game tournament that highlights their fighting games. If you don't know, Kenny Omega is a huge Street Fighter fan, and he's very good at it himself, so that should be fun. Good old JR did a recent interview. He was asked about younger audiences criticizing his commentary. He said, there's a young audience that's criticizing my work, and I don't have a problem of them doing that. Everybody's opinion is as good as the next guy's. He said, I just don't want other people who see it attacking them. These are young kids, teenagers, early 20s. They have zero to 20 followers. So it's not if these people have learned from experience or what have you. They've just seen it a couple times or they're just listening to what other people had to say. He said, I had a little girl tell me the other day on Twitter that I should retire. And I asked her if she'll buy me a nice retirement gift. I mean, what are you going to do? It is just how it is in this day and age. On some WWE news, it has been made official that Daniel Bryant will face The Fiend at Survivor Series. I can't wait for this one. Have you seen The Fiend's new title? It's blue now to match SmackDown. It's got The Fiend side plates on it, and it's got some like snakeskin on the back of the belt. It's really, really nice. WWE 2K. You know, WWE 2K puts out a new WWE wrestling game every year for like the last 10 years or more. Well, they have a page that you can follow on Facebook if you love the game, want updates on it, what have you. Well, it was hacked on Friday, and it was fucking insane, peeps. The guy friggin' put Chris Benoit's picture on the homepage of WWE 2K, and it should say that he got inducted in the Hall of Fame in 2019. Also, it had a bunch of posts saying that AEW's the best, WWE fucking sucks, and all this shit. So WWE 2K scrambled, they finally got control over their page, and they issued an apology. But just like their video games, it's a little bit too late. They've been apologizing a lot the last couple of months. Well, the Outsiders, aka Big Sexy Kevin Nash, 
and Scott Hall have been at the WWE Performance Center this past week, and they took a serious liking to 7-foot-plus tall NXT rookie Jordan Omobian. They gave him what they called the Outsiders Crash Course. How amazing must it be to actually even get a shot at the WWE Performance Center and to have people like Shawn Michaels, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash training you. It's fucking mind-blowing. That dude's got to be on cloud nine. Dave Meltzer reports from a very good source backstage that there were mixed reactions about CM Punk's return. Meltzer said that there were some people who were negative of the company doing any work with Punk due to the way he left, his comments afterwards, and the eventual lawsuit. Others argued that the timing was right for Punk to come back to WWE, as he was the last major free agent who WWE, excuse me, who AEW could assign that would have been a game changer. And yet there was another group of people who figured that Punk would never come back, a rare exception to the rule of talent leaving and never working with WWE again. One interesting point is is that Punk was brought back and joins WWE backstage just mere weeks before Survivor Series, which takes place in his hometown of Chicago, Illinois, where historically chants for his name had been plentiful. And that's true. Whenever they go to fucking Punk's hometown, which is Chicago, the whole place just chants, we want Punk, whether he's there or not. And it even spread. They do it all around the world. So I was thinking Punk's going to come back in the ring of WrestleMania. They might start a little something starting some virus here as I figured January. We'll see. NXT star Oni Lorcan has asked for his release from the WWE, which is pretty sad. Now there's people who ask for their release who aren't going anywhere, like The Revival, Mike Kanellis, Luke Harper, what have you. Then there's other people who fall in the category that they might let go, like Sankara just asked for his release. Oni Lorcan, to me, I wouldn't let him go. If they get him out of those stupid black trunks, Give him a proper push. That dude could be a fucking star. But he might be one of the ones who fall between the cracks. That's to go make a name for himself and then come back in a couple years. So we'll see what they decide to do. After the whole supposed Rachel Jordan Miles NXT shirt debacle, he has went back to his indie name. And I think it might be the initials of his real name. I don't know. It is ACH. I heard that behind the scenes, WWE wants to push him. Um, I like him. I think he's good. I followed him in New Japan. Well, he's been on Twitter, and these are some things he touched on. People asked him, and these are just his replies. He says that he feels good. He does pick New Japan over AEW. He said he has nothing against AEW, but he feels that he has more to accomplish in New Japan. He says he hasn't spoken to anyone in WWE. He did not call, he did not hack the WWE game social media. How I just covered their two, 2K page getting hacked, people actually blaming him for it. He thinks the Booker T Triple H angle was a little bit racist and calls Vince using the N-word tasteless. It was a slap in the face of the culture. And that's true. I remember both of those angles in history and when fucking Vince did say that, it is a little fucked up. He says he misses the people in WWE, but he doesn't name anyone specific. He wants to go wherever he can showcase his ability and talent. He can't answer questions about WWE extending his contract and having him sit out. Admits he got goosebumps when he saw Kofi Kingston win the WWE title and calls it one of his favorite moments, especially with being there live. 
He isn't legally clear to move on from WWE, but mentally he is free. He also admitted that he suffers from anxiety, depression, and has bad mood swings. But when he speaks out, it still has meaning behind it. He says a lot of past anger came up with the T-shirt situation, but he still won't apologize for it because he meant it. And finally, he says the WWE Championship and New Japan's Junior Heavyweight Championship are his dream titles to win. All right, peace. We're going to take a break real quick. We got to pay some bills. I still got some more WWE news. I've got some Impact Wrestling news and UFC news. Remember to show us love on our podcasting platforms, Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider. And definitely check us out on Twitter under the AEW Insider 1. We'll be right back, peeps, to wrap up the show. All right, peeps, we're back. Thank you so much for joining us on the AEW Insider. Let's get back to some WWE news. Lance Storm took to his Twitter about enjoining WWE. As I reported, he did get a producing job backstage, and he does start in less than two weeks. He said that I'm two weeks away from my biggest career-slash-life change in the past 15 years. 14 days from now, SWA will be closed. 15 days from now, I'll be heading back out on the road. There is good and bad to both, but I'm actually quite excited about what lies ahead. Rusev seen it, and he replied that there is no bad in WWE. Joking around, because we know how unhappy him and his wife are one out of that company. Which Storm then replied, really? I heard some of you guys there will try to sleep with each other's wives. That can't be good. Talking about the whole Rusev, Lana, Bobby Lashley thing. So it's funny that they jest with each other about the storylines. I did report that WWE wants to expand in Mexico. They want to do like an NXT Mexico. They're, be, they're doing a big super show there November 30th, and they did announce the main event will be The Fiend vs. Rey Mysterio, which should kick serious ass, and they are teaming up Kane Velasquez with Humberto Carlillo for a tag team. It sounds like a pretty cool event so far, peeps. I want to check that out, and hopefully it's way better than those shit Saudi shows, even though I did like the last Saudi show. Brian Kendrick took to Twitter and announced that he is taking an indefinite leave from WWE. That makes me sad. I've been a huge Kendrick fan since he graduated from Shawn Michaels wrestling school that he used to run years ago. And I was so happy he got his second shot in WWE a few years back. This is what he had to say. It's been three years since my last Cruiserweight title opportunity. Since then, it has become evident that nobody at WWE 205 understands nor respects the road that I pay for them. Therefore, I am taking an indefinite leave of absence from the ring. And I'm really, really hoping this is a work. I hope he takes a few weeks or months off to clear his head, what have you, and he comes back better than ever because Kendrick is awesome. My recommendation of the week, like I say, I like to do this for the Movies and More show and this show, the wrestling podcast, but sometimes I just literally forget about it until I already recorded it. This Sin Survivor series is coming up. I did pick a 10-man classic 5-on-5 elimination match from Survivor Series from 1987. It's got the likes of King Kong Bundy, Ravishing Rick Rude, One Man Gang, Bam Bam Bigelow, Hogan, Mr. Wonderful, and more. It's such a great throwback. It reminds me of being a kid. I used to love these pay-per-views, and I used to always love the Survivor Series poster. They were done, drawn in cartoon, but like, you know what I mean, real form, like live action form. And they always had the wrestlers dress up like they were in a gang, and they were about to have a street fight, like the Warriors. It was awesome. 
All right, some Impact Wrestling news. Tessa Blanchard did a Q&A on her Twitter, and she did answer some fans' questions. Here's what I feel the best current female wrestler and one of the best wrestlers on the planet had to say. On one of her favorite matches this year, she says anything with Moose in it. So Moose from Impact Wrestling, she's real high on him. I think Moose is great. I don't think he's fucking that amazing, though. But maybe she knows something I don't know. She asked on her favorite wrestler growing up. She answered, Johnny Valentine. I did see Greg Valentine today. It was so cool. On who she wants to wrestle the most, she said, I would like to wrestle Mercedes KV. If you don't know Mercedes, that was her name on the independent circuit, and she is talking about WWE's legit boss, Sasha Banks. So it's crazy that I feel the best female wrestler on the planet right now wants to actually wrestle Sasha Banks the most. And they asked her, which female wrestler has the most promise? She says, all the potential to be a star improving it daily is Impact star Kira Hogan. I disagree, but like I said, she's there, so she's got to know more than I do. Finally, some UFC news. Now, I did report about Nate Diaz. His last fight, he did end up losing. He was talking shit on a rock, what have you. Well, a fan tweeted him and pretty much said, Thanks to you, Diaz. I bet my money and I lost my rent money. Now I'm sleeping in my car. Diaz seen that and he replied, Don't trip. I got you, bitch ass. 100. Meaning, I got your back 100%. People thought he was just clowning the guy, you know what I mean? Joking around, what have you. Days later, that fan gave an update and says that Nate Diaz sent him more money than he had originally lost by betting on his fight. He said he invested some of it in Diaz's CBD company. He said he did lose the bet, and we, but he really isn't sleeping in his car. But it was really cool for Diaz replacing his money and giving him some extra spending cash on top of it. So you hear all that bullshit about Diaz, yada yada, but that's actually a good story for once, a positive one for him. All right, peeps, that's it for this week's episode. Like I said, I got to edit the show, get it on YouTube for you guys. You know, in two days, we'll have our movie and more episode, a lot, a lot of big movies, TV, streaming news, what have you. I did put a new video up yesterday. It's our top 10 holiday movies. So our top 10 movies to watch around the holidays, part one's up on YouTube. I will have part two. Even though it's done, I'm going to wait closer to December, probably like a week and a half, two weeks, I'll put that up. And then also stay tuned in December for our top five horror movies to watch around the holidays we got a lot a lot of big stuff coming up remember to check out the podcast like you guys always do show us some love on facebook and youtube it's the aew insider like i said we got the new intro and outro on youtube it was professionally done and i really like it so show it some love and also check us out on aew insider one on twitter all right peeps as always i'm your host lee benson thank you so much for joining us for our podcast edition of the aew insider Ciao, peeps.